Palos Park. No matter how long you've been away from the church, Jesus will always welcome you back. He loves you no matter what. Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Odyssey. The following program was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. The reason marriage fails is someone doesn't want to grow. Here's a statement, that's just who I am. That's a lie from the pit of hell. We are growing, we are maturing, we are changing. No one stays the same. You got to grow. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. As we continue in this series, The Blueprint of Successful Relationships, I want to make sure that I, I walk you down the path. Part one, uh, we dealt with vision, and our main text was from Matthew chapter 19, verses 11 and 12. Church, let's read. But Jesus said, not everyone is mature enough to live a married life. It requires a certain aptitude and grace. Look at your name and say grace. Grace. That means you're nice when you don't deserve it. I'm, I'm going to be true. I'm, I'm going to be nice to you when you're not being nice to me. It's undeserved favor. Everyone say grace. Grace. Uh, we need it, y'all. Now, remember, to get grace, you have to give grace. Mm-hmm. You need to keep your grace account. Bishop, elder, where you at? I, I heard that well. I know that's you. I see you, Fred. God, God bless you, man of God. Everyone say grace. Grace. All right. Marriage isn't for everyone. Some from birth seemingly never give marriage a thought. Others never get asked or accepted. And some decide not to get married for kingdom reasons. But if yes. you're capable of growing into the largeness of marriage, do it. Marriage is not a small thing. Are you capable of growing? The reasons marriage fail is someone doesn't want to grow. Here's a statement. That's just who I am. That's a lie from the pit of hell. We are growing. We are maturing. We are changing. No one stays the same. You got to grow. Amen. Four things we, we taught from this message. Maturity, aptitude, grace, and a capability growing. These are the things you have to have for the foundational truths. Maturity, you can't be a baby. You can't take your ball and go home. Aptitude, the ability to learn and grow. Grace, undeserved service. Ah, glory to God. Pick up them underwear and say, thank you, Jesus. Cover up the toothpaste and say, thank you, Jesus. Capable of growing. Yes. All right. Last week, we dealt with communication. Communication. This is good. Praise the Lord. Let's read this, church. This is so good. Believers must become proactive in their communication. 
If we are not proactive, we have no choice but to be reactive. And if you're always reactive, it won't be long until you're radioactive. That means you're toxic. That means everyone who meets you wonder what's wrong with you. Raise your hand if you met that person where you just said hello when they started screaming. You, you, you're trying to figure out what's, what's wrong with you. Uh, they have become toxic. And everyone around them is toxic. I'm giving you time to take a picture because some of y'all need to take that to work and put it up. <laughs> they say, where you get that from? Pastor Jomo, you need to come check it out. You got to be proactive. Right. Now, the reason why people struggle in relationships is this next screen in Proverbs, I believe it's 13. Arrogant know-it-alls. What? What? Stir up discord, but wise men and women listen to each other's counsel. I got a question. I don't know if it's just me. But my wife has said something to me in the past. I didn't listen to her. And later on, she turned out to be right. Now, brothers, don't raise your hand and say nothing right now. Just, just act like you didn't hear what I said. Just look straight ahead. But, but, but ladies, have your husband ever told you something, but you didn't receive it? Mm-hmm. Meaning, I, I just got a question. How can you be so wise to choose them, but so foolish not to listen to them? I ain't scared of you. I'm going to step all up on your toes. I'm not, I'm not scared. I, I don't need no amens. I don't need no prayer. No, no. That's you scary. have the wisdom to choose them. Right. But don't have the wisdom, wisdom to listen to the person you chose. Then have the audacity to talk about them and you chose them. So when you talk about them, you're really talking about your decision to choose them. You and if they're crazy... You like crazy. Mm-hmm. If they ratchet, you like ratchet. You love it. <laughs> Leave that alone. We have to, if you had the wisdom to choose them, you should have the wisdom to listen to them. So we fail because we don't listen to each other. Right. Then you have to have Rollo or Shaquanda to tell you something. And then you come back home and say, I got it. Hallelujah. Today, we're going to part three. Yes. Money matters. The number one area that people struggle with the communication is money. Money is the thing we use the most, but talk about the least. Because if you have two people in a house, that day, both of y'all are going to spend money. We may not know where, but money will be spent. The question is, do we talk about it? Oftentimes, the first time we have a conversation about money is when somebody spent too much. It's a misunderstanding. <laughs> no, no, no. Truth, truth, truthfully. Yeah. Have you had a conversation with your spouse, so who you're with right now, and said, how much can I spend without your knowledge? Some of y'all will say, you can't spend, a, you can't buy a Slurpee. You buy a Slurpee, I better know. Now, see, that means, that means you, you have not been trustworthy. 
<laughs> and then some of you, you go buy a car and tell them later. Everyone say out of order. Out of order. So, but, but my premise is, have you had a conversation? Hey, right. Charmaine, let's talk about how much. You spend more than $99.99. <laughs> well, see, I, I put a bank alert on our, our machine. <laughs> We're not going to so, talk about that. So every right time now. $100 get hit, I get a text message. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I've, re- I've released the alert. I've upped the number a little bit because I, I was causing stress in my house. He's calling stress for himself because <laughs> I was just getting more phone calls. I took it as love. I was just trying to watch out for you, baby. It's, it's hard out there in the world. Looking out for me? You're so sweet. That's it. Thoughtful. Larry Burkett, he's the brother who wrote the book that we study, Financial Stewardship, Jesus on Money. Hmm. Here's a quote. Money is either the best or the worst area of communication in our marriages. After years as a financial counselor and working with marriage counselors, I know that money and money fights are the number one cause of divorce, not to mention the thing we fight about the most. Everyone say money matters. Money matters. Before we jump in this message today, I want to be clear. I'm not talking down to you. I've had money and I've lost money. I've had money again and I've lost money again. I've been rich and I've been poor. But I've never (laughs) seen the righteous forsaken. Nor their seed begging for bread. That's what happened when you preach with an unruly member. Just just come out of nowhere, just, just put her. But you're right, love, you're right. And we, 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 we've had seasons of, of, of strife and struggling and, and seasons of bliss. And now we're in a season where we have made enough conscious decisions to never put ourselves in that place again. Meaning if we can't afford it, we can't buy. You all right, Mom? Yes, I'm having some issues, but I'm going to get myself together. You go on and say what you're saying, babe. It sounds really good. I'm, I was just about to say amen. I saw you fighting with the chair I right was, there. I was. I was. I didn't know if you want me to get him off you or something. <laughs> <laughs> George Gallup reports that 67% of all couples worry about money. Of the couples divorced, nearly 80% fi- cite financial problems as the leading cause of marital demise. One way to improve our marriage is to discuss and agree on financial matters. Amen. Solomon, the wisest man, wisest man in the Bible and the wealthiest man, he had five rules on money in reference to marriage. So we're going to dig in today. Number one, keep track. Track. Proverbs 27 and 23 says, Be diligent to know the condition of your flock and pay attention to your herds. For riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. Solomon was saying that the first thing we need to do is make sure to to not have financial conflict within our relationship is to know where your money is going. Know where you're spending your money and know how much is in your accounts. Like Pastor Jomo said, he used to get Bank of America alerts, but he has grown. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come here today 
and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's 5 keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's 7-step prayer model, and the 7 ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, do you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. I just got tired of looking at it. I said, okay, let, let, me, let me increase the number to where I don't have to, because. But we did have a conversation. We sat down and yes. talked about. Now, yes, absolutely. And it would depend on where we were financially correct, correct. as to what that number was. I, I grew up with, I didn't grow up with a lot. Um, I'm not saying she did. I'm just saying I didn't grow up with a lot. So I'm the kind of dude who didn't eat the whole Snicker bar. I ate half the Snicker bar. I put it back in the refrigerator. And hit it again later. You know what I'm saying? Because it was such an, a blessing to get a Snicker bar. She would come and eat the Snicker bar. Tell my boy, you better eat the whole bar. I said, my, my, my because see, again, I thought he was saving it for me. You thought I was saving it for you? Okay, that's a yeah, good answer. Uh, so what happened was, you have to, you first, when you get a relationship, you have to understand what is their economic background. Right. What environment did they come from? Because if you come from an environment where everything was provided for, then that's your con- that's, that's your construct. Right. I came from where you better figure it out. So then now when we get together, my budgetary mindset is different than hers, and therefore it's right. a reason for conflict. Right. But we had to talk about it, so then we had a discussion. I said, okay, now, what number do you need to have for you to need what you got to do? So we had a discussion. Right. I said, okay, what's your number? Okay, put, put, put it in your hair, your nails. Blah, blah, blah. What's the number? I said, give me a number so I can manage it better. Because, see, me, I don't want to be popping off on every bill. It's frustrating. It's stressful. So let's just get a number. What's your number, mama? She said, okay, my number's this. I said, is that good? Is that good? We didn't have that discussion when we were broke, though. No, that, you can't have that. No, no, you ain't got nothing. There was no, you got nothing. There was you better no figure out. You better go to YouTube and figure out how to we get your hair done. There was you, no you can't go there. Hair done, what you want me to do your toes? Done. Come over here. That wasn't even 
a conversation that we had. No, real talk. And we, we, neither one of us complained about what we were doing because we intentionally put ourselves in the ghetto. We intentionally. It was the ghetto. It was, it was a little rough. It, 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 it was rough for me. It was rough for me. That was a sacrifice. I mean, ghetto has gates. This didn't have a gate. Now, I'm not saying it was nice. I'm just saying it wasn't quite ghetto. I'm saying it was like on a lower economic. It was a swarm of termites in the lobby It was the water damage. (laughs) (laughs) This is but a momentary light affliction. Roaches were so bad in the kitchen when we first moved in. I didn't use the drawers. <laughs> we had to put our silverware in cups on top of the counter. That's for convenience. It's quicker. You can grab it. <laughs> we ain't got to store nothing. It was bad, y'all. But we did that, and we could have lived in a better apartment, but we knew if we were to save to as get much as we wanted want to, to save in order to get a house, because that was our goal, mm-hmm. we had to drop all of our bills substantially in order to just... We're like, we're just going to grind it out for this one year. Hallelujah. So I worked four jobs. Jomo had four or three. We had four. I had four. You're a real Jamaican. I received yeah, that. Yeah, I had four. Our now table just... came out of the dumpster. Somebody was moving. They threw their table away. I was like, Jomo, somebody just threw a table away. Drive by the dumpster and go get it. We now, didn't have chairs for the table, but it was all good because we just had a table. It's so funny, y'all. When I went to the dumpster to get the table, I'm on workers' comp, so I can't lift nothing. He like, you know, so I'm trying to get my lawsuit money. So I'm like, <laughs> I ain't lift it. I ain't lift it. I ain't lift it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I had to get my check, y'all. I had to get my check. Disability. <laughs> now, if let me stop. All right. But. But what we did in that season was we cut our bills down drastically. We Correct. didn't have a cable bill. Nah. We didn't have water. I no, we had water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The apartment gave water. us water. They gave us I worked water. at the apartment complex. Yeah. That was the gangster part. I got a job at the apartment complex, wisdom. so we didn't have a water bill. Cable. Our rent was cut in half. Jesus. That's yeah. Wisdom. Yeah, you did good, girl. And we, the only takeout that we had was Hungry Howie's on Wednesday. It was, Hallelujah. It was like $5, $5 pizza or pieces. something. I had, it all, I had it all structured. If we wanted to go to the movies, we had to listen to the radio show and see where the radio was giving out free movie tickets. Jesus, I hate When you that. are broke, you figure it out, right? But there was no, you know, spending money on it. It no. was, if you couldn't get it free, then you just, but we had the money, but we were saving for a house and we a had goals. Goal. Right. Proverbs thirteen sixteen says, every prudent and self-disciplined man acts with knowledge. But a closed-minded fool who refuses to learn displays his foolishness. Brothers and sisters, if you live long enough, you're going to go through a season where your money is funny and changes strange. Right. And if you don't learn from that season, you're going to do it again and again and again. Listen, I tasted broke and it didn't taste good. And I said, I ain't going to go back to that restaurant again. Right. If you ever tasted broke, you're going to make a different choice. And if you're married, um, one of you are this, is a stronger financial person. If you are not that person, respect the other person's gift and back off. But it's very important. I got a good (laughs) amen over in the corner. But respect respect the person has a stronger gift, but always know 
where the finances are going, how much bills are. Be cognizant of everything. Don't be totally in the dark because if something happens to your spouse, you need to know passwords. You need to know, you know, are they paying the bills online with online banking? Are they yes. doing it via checks? You need to know all these things. The and things. you might need passwords. Here are the four things you got to know. Four Here. things you have to know. Here it is. What they, what we owe, what we own, what we earn, and where everything goes. Got to know it. When we went on our last trip, we are in Mexico two weeks ago. Yeah. And I said, okay, this is the insurance policy. This is the account. This is how much cash we have. This is this. This is this. And even though she knows it, I always go through it again. This is where we are. Right. At 45, this is where we'd be. At 50, this is where we'd be. At 65, this is where we'd be. Because, see, I understand <laughs> as a pastor what I do in reference to God providing for me is free will offerings. Everyone say free will. That's right. That means you are free to not give a nothing. So wisdom says God is my source. That's right. So what I've done, I said, Maine, we have to save double the average person. I said, let's prepare because I don't know what may happen. You may think you have a great job and a great career, but let me tell you, you ain't that important. They will cut you in a minute. So you have to prepare as if. So we have to know these. What do we owe? What do we own? Where do, what, uh, what do we earn? And where does it go? Number two, plan ahead. Proverbs 21.5 says this, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance and advantage. But everyone who acts in haste comes to poverty. Listen, you have to make a decision that we got to get a budget. And budget is not a cuss word. Budget is a value system. Your budget is the value of what you put on things. That's right. So when you look at your budget, you can see what's important to you. For us, it's between right now. Right now, uh, I begin. I just looked at our annual statement. Um, I think our biggest, my biggest thing was savings. Then it was giving, and then that's how it went. Boom. Listen, let me tell you, if you can't give and you can't save, you're living above your means. I'm going to say that again. If you can't give and you, you can't, can't save, save. you're living above your means. I'm going to say it one more time. If you can't give and you can't save, you are living above your means. Right. You're living too high. You need to cut it. <laughs> no, if you cannot give, if you cannot right. flow in God's order, right. you're living above right. your means. So for that season, we got used cars today. The Tesla I have is used. It's a demo. It was a year old. It was a floor model. Thank you, Jesus. Her truck is used. It it amazes me to see broke people with new cars. How how you do that? It's a depreciating asset. So as soon as you drive it off the lot. You lose 40%. Now, I'm not saying. I'm not saying you can't have a new car. I'm saying if you have a new car, don't come to me about, man, pastor, the, the gas is expensive or the insurance. Brother, if, if you're talking about gas, then you couldn't afford it. Then the you car. couldn't afford it. If you're talking about maintenance, then you couldn't afford it. If you, when you get the car, drive the car, love the car, but don't tell me about the cost of the car because you chose to buy the car with the cost. And do your research. Do your research. Find out how much maintenance is. Ooh, because no. they don't make money on the car. Yes. The sale of the car. Yes. My mom. <laughs> My, my buddy, uh, he owned a dealership in Gainesville. It was a Beamer, uh, Volkswagen, Porsche. and Porsche. And I was like, you know, 
you know, uh, Malcolm said, I said, bro, so, you know, how much money you make, make per car? I said, Jomo, we don't really make money in the cars. We make money in the service. Mm-hmm. Because as you know, if you have a German car, if you do not show up when the light goes on, schedule A, B, or C, you void your warranty. So they have guaranteed profit <laughs> that you have to go back and use them. Yeah. So they don't make money in the car. They make money on the, and they know you got to come back. I've had my Tesla for four years, no service. I hate on him sometimes. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again.